The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Primal Body, Primal Mind. Your host, Nora Gedgaudis, is here to take you on a fun-filled and informational journey through the mind and your body with a focus on neurofeedback and healthy nutrition and what it can do for you, your family, and friends. Now, here's your host, Nora Gedgaudis. Good morning. Welcome, everybody. It's wonderful to be here today, and I'm broadcasting to you, of course, from beautiful and very spring-like Portland, Oregon. And I am, of course, your host, Nora Gedgaudis. And as always, I am really looking forward to sharing some really wonderful and valuable information with all of you today that hopefully all of you can take home and make some practical use of. That's always my goal. So today's show is a very special treat for me since I have as my guest my very favorite chiropractic physician literally on the planet and one of the most enlightened speakers and uh anywhere on the subject of endocrinology, and more importantly, a unique expert in the process of restoring endocrine health uh, as opposed to just treating imbalances uh, in, in, in our endocrine functioning with, with hormones and other uh, seemingly quick fixes. So Janet Lang is going to be here with us today. And our specific topic of discussion today is going to be the often wild and wacky world of Female hormone land uh, its a perilous and often very confusing place filled with numerous pitfalls and detours and cul-de-sacs, and it seems like every place you stop for information or directions for, you know, for female hormone land, you get led off into a new direction that was more confusing than the last direction. It can be quite the rabbit hole, and what it takes, I think, to navigate this terrain with any long-term success because, of course, short-term success can seem a lot easier in some ways, but it rarely solves the underlying problems, is a basic understanding of the underlying physiological principles involved in hormone regulation, and also an appreciation and an understanding of functional medicine. In other words, how everything relates to everything else, and not just compartmentalizing hormones or even systems from each other. And finally, I think a foundational grasp of nutritional and dietary principles that govern our basic biochemistry and our hormonal functioning. We need to dig deep and get a very basic understanding sometimes to, to fix things further downstream. You've got to get really basic with that. So ultimately, you know, women and men need to take the time to understand and get educated, too, about their own bodies because no one will ever care more about your health than you. So with that in mind, um, here today to help us all with that, um, our guest is among the very enlightened few that I think really, really gets it. 
if you happen to have female hormones or you know of someone that has female hormones, you can't afford to miss out on what we're about to talk about here. Even if you have mostly male hormones, however unfortunate, no, just kidding, there are principles you will have you know, that, or that you'll hear about today that I think are going to help you, too, to make better sense of your own hormonal system. And some of the problems many men have, and, and, and you know, um, as well as women, um, uh, you know, you're going to be able to get a better grasp of how all of those things are going to work better for you. So, um, and also why some of the more conventional, common conventional approaches might also be worth questioning. So our guest today, Janet Lang, is an established and very well-respected educator, consultant, and author in the expanding field of hormonal health care. Her expertise, non-invasive techniques, and patient-empowering philosophy led to the evolution of her restorative endocrinology program. She is also head of Lang Integrative Health Services. So it is my express pleasure and honor to welcome my greatly esteemed friend, Dr. Janet Lang, to the show. Welcome, Janet. Well, thank you. Glad to be here again. Yeah, I am thrilled to have you here again. And um, You know, so talk about heading down a rabbit hole here. <laughs> Uh, it, it seems that there's more confusion and there are more issues surrounding female hormones than you could swing a dead cat at. I mean, I know that conjures up quite the image, but I have a cat, a wonderful cat, so it's okay. Uh, but this is a subject that's kind of, you know, not really for the faint of heart, it seems. Um, however, did you summon the courage to, to take, or take on this one or tackle this one? Well, I, I actually started when I started having my own hormonal problems. Uh, it actually was what I refer to as the premature menopause from hell <laughs> and uh, found that no one knew what was going on and no one knew how to help me. And so I had to figure out what was going on. One thing led to another and uh, here I am today uh, where this is what I do. I teach uh, primarily uh, professionals of all type um, my restorative endocrinology um, techniques, and it, the foundation is, as you mentioned, understanding how body systems and the endocrine system in particular, how they work physiologically, um, is you can, it, it doesn't have to be confusing if you simply understand how things work, and you don't have to have a medical degree to understand the basics of it. So actually, um, you know, we're going to talk about female hormone land, uh, which is extremely confused at, at this point in time. And I, I want to just say at the beginning that I have public lecture CDs um, that are very inexpensive that go into more detail that are available um, off my website, restorativeendocrinology.com, because there's only so much we're going to be able to explain today. And if you want more of an explanation for your particular issue, you can just go to my website. And for professionals, I have you know, um, 200-page manuals with um, CDs of uh, me teaching the course. And there's a lot of information. And I don't teach 
with PowerPoint. I teach with uh, the manuals are not in PowerPoint format. They're in text format. So it, they're really teaching tools of how does the endocrine system work. Therefore, this is why we apply this kind of testing procedure or here's the you know, solution to this kind of issue. And the starting point with women is that cycling women must be evaluated and work with differently than perimenopausal women. And then menopausal women need to be worked with, evaluated, and the, the different treatments are unique to each category. Right. Although the hormonal imbalances um, may be very similar, how you correct them is different for a cycling woman than for a menopausal woman. Right, right. It's different for a menopausal woman who's had a hysterectomy or one who isn't. As you know, so um, th- that's a really important starting point. Is um, where is this woman at, uh, and and then the proper evaluation um, to to know, um, it, or even the simple starting point to know that. Um, the normal state of female hormone balance should be no symptoms. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> People are so used to heavy bleeding or PMS or hot flashes um, being part of, which are so easy to correct once you know how to evaluate them properly, um, or that hot flashes are normal. They're not normal, um, and there's specific reasons for them. And um, what a lot of menopausal women don't realize is um, hot flashes are just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. It's all of the emotional, you know, the energy problems, the mood problems, the weight problems. Those are all the same female hormone issues. They've just con- now the menopausal version. So if you had PMS, for example, as a cycling woman, as you transition into menopause, and if nothing's done about that, you simply have permanent PMS. <laughs> oh, that's an awful way to think about it. Yeah, it seems to me that you know that female hormone problems are, of course, they're almost more common than not. Most women I know who haven't reached menopause yet, for instance, have some kind of issue to a greater or lesser extent with PMS, for instance. And most women I know post uh, of post reproductive age have trouble with hot flashes and other associated menopausal issues. So what's up with that? Well, I think you could say in this day and age, it primarily starts with one of the things you mentioned is understanding that uh, women aren't just female hormones walking around. They're a whole system, and men as well. And so when you're dealing with female hormone symptoms, how, are, how did they become so pervasive Well, the first understanding is that the female or male hormones are steroid hormones. And, of course, there's a lot of confusion about steroid hormones. Right. People think steroids, they think Arnold Schwarzenegger or some kind of bodybuilder. But we have naturally occurring steroids, and female and male hormones are of the class steroid hormones. And there's many different ones. There's actually over 200 naturally occurring steroids that have been identified. Um, And... And there's a family of a whole lot of room for stuff to go wrong with that many, huh? <laughs> well, yeah, there's 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 a handful that are the primarily active ones that yeah. we work with, and that brings the other, you know, intermediates into balance. Right. But the first part of the understanding is is that the adrenal glands, the stress handling glands, are also 
making steroid hormones. And so we have two glands, the, the adrenal cortex, the outer part of the adrenal, our stress-handling gland, and our uh, gonads, or reprodu- ovaries or testes, are making the same family of hormones. And that family, called steroid hormones, functions and dysfunctions together, and they share. So most people these days get into female or male hormone problems through adrenal stress that becomes chronic. And we were designed physiologically for acute short-term stress, and then we were supposed to basically go to Tahiti, (laughs) at least in our minds. Now we would just stress the Tahitians. Right. (laughs) So it's it's stress-handling issues that become chronic that people think that's just normal living, but we're not physiologically able to hormonally handle chronic stress. So sooner or later, the adrenal glands begin to steal hormones from the male or female glands to maintain a chronic stress response. Yep. And so you need to know how to evaluate that. Because they all compete for the same substrates and some of the same materials in order to do their thing. And and because it's a family of hormones that, that function and dysfunction together and they share, the body will shunt material to saying, you know, handling stress is the priority, so um, we're going to handle stress. Stress Because, of course, adrenals are much more oriented toward survival. Survival is always going to take precedence over... Exactly. The adrenal glands are... Their function is to keep the whole body internally and and what comes at us externally to deal with that and keep us in balance. So they have huge roles to play. Now, we say stress handling... But there also are vitality hormones, our stamina hormones. They have a lot to do with mood. They have a lot to do with concentration and memory. So they they do many more things than handle yeah. stress. And for all which, too many people, they're also about managing blood sugar, unfortunately. And, and they manage blood sugar. Yeah. So for um, many people, um, th- their stress is what is causing actually. Um, their male or female hormones to, to malfunction. Well, on that, on that note, uh, we're going to go to our first break. And when we come back, we'll pick up where we left off on this whole subject of how our adrenals basically are going to either make or break <laughs> how healthy our, our male and female hormones are. So please stick around. We have Dr. Janet Lang today, and I am Norgat Gaudis. You are listening to Primal Body, Primal Mind Radio, and we will be back in just a minute. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. NBC science consultant Dr. Mark Steinberg says every so often you encounter a gem among the dross competing for your attention. Such is the case with Primal Body, Primal Mind, written by Nora Gedgaudis. Primal Body, Primal Mind is a non-fictional excursion into the realm of biology, politics, and self-care that you will never get from formal academic education. It's a nutritional treasure map leading to optimal wellness the way nature intended, a jewel. Tom Hartman, acclaimed author, scholar, and national radio host, says, If you want to really know how your body and brain work, read this book. Go beyond the low-carb and paleo diet to discover the ultimate key to health, a better brain, weight loss, better mood, and a longer life. 
Primal Body, Primal Mind will show you how you can save more money eating incredibly well than you ever believed possible. You can order the life-changing book, Primal Body, Primal Mind, today. And sign up for Nora Gedgaudis' weekly blog update at www.primalbody-primalmind.com. Want to learn more about neurofeedback? Want to find a trained clinician for yourself or for a loved one? Or maybe you are a professional looking to offer this powerful, non-invasive technique to improve results for your toughest clients. At EEG Info, we are the leading provider of neurofeedback resources, videos, and training for the next generation of neurofeedback professionals. If you want to improve symptoms of emotional and behavioral dysfunction, this non-invasive approach is the answer you've been looking for. Neurofeedback is successful in helping people of all ages achieve a feeling of greater health and well-being. Visit us at eeginfo.com today to learn more about neurofeedback or to find a local clinician who can help you or someone you love. Unlock the full potential of your brain today. Visit eeginfo.com. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You're tuned in to Primal Body, Primal Mind Radio with host Nora Gedgaudis. Got a question for Nora about today's show? The phone lines are open now at 1-866-472-5792. Toll free, 1-866-472-5792. Now back to our show. Here's Nora. Well, welcome back to the show. We have with us today Dr. Janet Lang, and we're talking about that wild and wacky world of female hormone land. And we're trying to make sense of it from a very foundational perspective, which is really important to understand that female hormones don't just suddenly derail and go higgledy-piggledy just because, um, that there's a starting point, that there's an underlying dysregulation that ends up leading to problems with our female hormones and male hormones and, and everything else. And so where we started, of course, was a discussion about the adrenals, uh, our, you know, our adrenal glands, and uh, how, you know, adrenal dysregulation or adrenal, you know, balance or imbalance is, you know, is going to pretty much make or break what happens with your hormones, right? Your, your male and female hormones. Well, it, it's the starting point this day and age because there is so much chronic stress. Right. So to understand that the, the, the adrenal hormones are the same family of hormones as our male and female hormones and that those two glands share. Right. And the preference when a person goes into chronic stress is to handle the stress. And so pre- precursor hormone material or just hormones themselves are stolen over from the gonads to the adrenals to keep handling stress. And as everyone knows, you know, stressed out people don't think clearly. Stressed out people... Um, have more emotional uh, and physical issues. Stressed out people lose their fertility, which I think is a good plan. <laughs> and the reason for this is because there's two glands, but they make the same family of hormones, and those two glands share. And so without bringing a person out of a chronic stress response by teaching them different stress handling mechanisms, they keep reproducing female hormone problems. This is often the reason that uh, although bioidentical hormones are a wonderful tool, they oftentimes only give you short-term assistance 
rather than long-term restoration, which is why I call what I do restorative endocrinology, because if you want long-term results, you can't do really one-dimensional kinds of treatments. And and I think a lot of people would identify with the fact that um, hormones, it might might have even been a hormone you need, but it, it did... The, the relief it gave you didn't last. And that's so typical when you're not looking at um, the relationship. There's basic relationships that the endocrine system has. And the first basic relationship to look at with female or male hormones is, is the status of the adrenal glands. Right. And conventionally, the only way that's looked at is, is there a disease of the adrenal glands, which almost... No one will de- develop Addison's disease or Cushing's disease, no matter how much you stress their adrenals. So you need to know how to evaluate the adrenals in a in a way that gives you meaningful information rather than disease information. Yeah. So, I would even take it a step back further too and say, you know, I, well, in my experience, one of the and I'm sure yours too, one of the most common things to dysregulate the adrenal glands, of course, is you know, is, is blood insulin, sugar. blood sugar yeah. issues, uh, which, of course, is just a really foundational thing underlying that. And um, Yeah, I refer to the hormone cortisol from the adrenal glands, which is very important to have the right amount of um, if too much or too little is, is a problem. The right amount of that hormone is extremely important for for the working of the immune system, for the working of the, uh, of the GI, the whole digestive tract, uh, and I call it the fuel pump hormone because it keeps blood sugar steady um, in between meals and according to whatever level of activity someone's up to. So if people are skipping meals or eating food that um, makes their blood sugar plunge up and down, they're actually stressing. Their, that's part of what stresses the adrenal glands over time. Yeah, that and, and also food sensitivities that drive cortisol. A- as absolutely. Well. Yeah, like gluten sensitivity, casein sensitivity, yes. which a lot of people have and don't even know that they have. Right. So, and for men, um, they're not even aware. I know this is mostly for females, but men aren't even aware of how many hormonal problems they have because it's been looked at so one-dimensionally as if a male, male hormone problems are um, a Viagra deficiency. <laughs> and actually, male hormone problems can start and do start at any age after puberty. And, it, you know, energy problems, stamina problems, mood problems, uh, concentration problems, um, starting to uh, actually age um, oftentimes is simply imbalanced male hormones, which is more than looking at just testosterone. You have to look at the... Here's the other, another key to, to knowing how to correct the problem is with these steroid hormones, you can't just look at one or two of them by right. themselves. You must look at the family together. You can't just look at testosterone um, and see if it's high or low and then treat it because... Testosterone, for example, converts to estrogen, yep. and that's the biggest problem men are having is is that their testosterone is excessively converting to estrogen. But you right, and women have the same it. problem in reverse. Women will get have, their estrogen to convert to toxic testosterone. Exactly, they, because that can, that process can reverse because this family functions, 
and dysfunctions together and they share, you have to look at them as a family. Yep. And and that's how you know how to, you know, uh, put the, most of the time we can correct uh, these issues with minimal use of, I, I call hormone instead of replacement. When I use hormones, I call it assistance. Yeah. Because a lot, of, what we right. want to do is strengthen the glands and rebalance them, restore them. And that's, and that's, we can do that at any age, you know. Yeah. Um, it doesn't come to a point where you've aged past the point where you can restore glands to health if you know how to, you know, look at how they interact and do more than very one-dimensional testing. For example, the blood testing, although I do blood testing for various things, it doesn't always tell you what you need to know for hormones, especially one sample blood test for many of the hormones. Yeah. And here's, here's a good, you know, for cycling women, one sample testing is done. Well, cycling women, their hormones... Their ovarian and pituitary, the pituitary being what, what's controlling the ovaries, those hormones change throughout the cycle. And if you do a one-sample test of either blood or saliva of a cycling woman, it's like taking a snapshot of a documentary you've never seen. And you just simply, this is... And trying to figure out what the movie's about, right? Yeah, right, and this is why all of the conditions you name that women suffer from, from PMS to the heavy bleeding to fibroids or endometriosis, all, all of the, the, the reasons are considered unknown. Well, if you never test cycling women properly, which needs to be multiple sample testing of, of ovaries and hormone. the pituitary, yeah. if you don't do that, you'd never know. You'd never have a, a proper map to the territory to see what the problem is. So... I can tell you what causes PMS, and I can show you test after test, and it's very easy to clear out. Um, and I, you know, I can I can show you what um, is is making fibroids grow hormonally. Uh, there's so many hormonal issues that uh, add up to what's going on with the woman, but if they're not tested properly, uh, and we test the free hormone levels through the saliva, and there's, a lot, of course, a lot of confusion about the reliability of saliva testing, understandably, um, and not every saliva company um, is one I would recommend. We, uh, I, I use specifically diagnostics, um, and, you know, when I teach my seminars, I give specific reasons for that, but... Um, they're the only lab that will do pituitary hormones and multiple sample testing and and give you ideal or healthy reference ranges right. to work with rather than disease reference ranges. How many times do people get, for example, blood tests back and they're quite ill and they're told the blood tests are normal? No kidding. If If we don't use testing measures that use healthy parameters instead of disease parameters, then the same thing will happen with, with many of the saliva companies is people have symptoms, but they told, they're told the test is normal. So you have, to, you have to really understand how to negotiate this hormone land and to, to, to do restorative function and not just disease management. You need to start out with knowing what healthy levels of hormones are and how to evaluate that. 
And so that's the starting point of what I teach and, and where we start with people so we know how to apply the, the various protocols that I've developed over the years that, uh, and I teach doctors again around the country and, um, have feedback for years that they're very effective. Um, but you need a map to the territory most of the time. It helps to know where you're going. I know that one of the things I'm always interested in, too, in impressing upon uh, my nutritional therapy clients when, when they're complaining about those kinds of symptoms is that, you know, they're, that your body didn't just, you know, decide to start giving you problems one day. Um, it's not just a problem with, you know, female hormones, um, that there is a larger, you know, system to take into account, and you have to find out where the imbalances are in order to restore balance, and that you can't just sort of micromanage those specific hormonal issues, assuming that your body doesn't know what it's doing, <laughs> that it's, you know, making too much or not enough of something for no good reason at all, but to understand why your body went into imbalance in the first place is step one toward restoring it to some kind of um, healthy equilibrium. Well, exactly. I mean, so many people think that, you know, their body is falling apart on them and that's a given that it's going to happen, but that's really not the design. Uh, it's because people don't understand how they're, just the basics of, of how their system works and how intelligent it is and how um, it's always doing the best it can given the situation. So... Uh, yeah, if you take these signs and symptoms as as being uh, warning lights on the dashboard, basically, right? Yeah, being uh, a, being a friend to you instead of being your enemy. Yeah. So, and then knowing how to put it all together—that's the art of it. Yes, it definitely is an art too, isn't it? As, as well as a science. It is. Well, we're going to be taking another break here, so everybody, please stick around. We're talking with Dr. Janet Lang today about the wild and wacky world of female hormone land, so please stick around. We will be back in just a minute. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. NBC science consultant Dr. Mark Steinberg says every so often you encounter a gem among the dross competing for your attention. Such is the case with Primal Body, Primal Mind, written by Nora Gedgaudis. Primal Body, Primal Mind is a non-fictional excursion into the realm of biology, politics, and self-care that you will never get from formal academic education. It's a nutritional treasure map leading to optimal wellness the way nature intended, a jewel. Tom Hartman, acclaimed author, scholar, and national radio host, says, If you want to really know how your body and brain work, read this book. Go beyond the low-carb and paleo diet to discover the ultimate key to health, a better brain, weight loss, better mood, and a longer life. Primal Body, Primal Mind will show you how you can save more money eating incredibly well than you ever believed possible. You can order the life-changing book, Primal Body, Primal Mind, today. And sign up for Nora Gedgaudis' weekly blog update at www.primalbody-primalmind.com. Want to learn more about neurofeedback? Want to find a trained clinician for yourself or for a loved one? Or maybe you are a professional looking to offer this powerful, non-invasive technique to improve results for your toughest clients. At EEG Info, we are the leading provider of neurofeedback resources, videos, and training for the next generation of neurofeedback professionals. 
If you want to improve symptoms of emotional and behavioral dysfunction, this non-invasive approach is the answer you've been looking for. Neurofeedback is successful in helping people of all ages achieve a feeling of greater health and well-being. Visit us at eeginfo.com today to learn more about neurofeedback or to find a local clinician who can help you or someone you love. Unlock the full potential of your brain today. Visit eeginfo.com. The Interstate Sportsman Talk radio show brings two well-known outdoorsmen to the Voice American Network with hunting and fishing info news, talking about everything from new sporting gear, places to hunt and fish, and getting more from your recreation time. Join host Brock Ray and Don Kirk Friday mornings at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 Eastern, for the Interstate Sportsman on the Voice America channel. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You're tuned in to Primal Body, Primal Mind Radio with host Nora Gedgaudis. Got a question for Nora about today's show? The phone lines are open now at 1-866-472-5792. Toll free, 1-866-472-5792. Now back to our show. Here's Nora. Welcome back to the show. We are talking today with Janet Lang, Dr. Janet Lang, and uh, we're talking about the wild and wacky world of female hormone land. And we've been talking kind of in more general terms about how it is you might want to train yourself to think about how your hormones work, how they uh, balance, how they imbalance. But uh, maybe we should uh, talk in practical terms here about, uh, like, starting with PMS. Now, if you're a young woman, you know, with PMS, clearly this is not a normal condition, although a lot of women seem to think of it as being that way because it is so common. Um, How do women with PMS need to be thinking about what's going on with them and and what should they do about that? What would be practical steps they should take? Well, the way we would evaluate um, PMS is, again, how much stress is in their life, how much uh, are the adrenals stealing from um, the female hormone side of the family. And PMS, uh, as we, we do multiple sample, me- that is meaningful testing on cycling women, is always a version of estrogen dominance. Yep. Um, but in cycling women, there are several versions of estrogen dominance. And it's correctable without, without using hormones. You can actually correct it, and it can go away, and you can stop taking the supplements. I know more women that are prescribed the pill for dealing with their PMS issues, which, of course, seems completely crazy to people like you and me, but why might well, that not be necessarily the best option? Well, first of all, that, that, that's you know the basic, basic option given to the medical profession, and they don't you know, have these other tools that we're right. looking at. And so women are told that the pill will regulate their cycle. Now, there's a very good book for I recommend it to anyone who and their partners, and it's called The Pill, um, and it's by um, oh boy, I got to get it. I'll have my uh, so Alexander and Pope, uh, two women from Australia. So, and you can get it on Amazon.com, and it's the best book about. Uh, how the pill actually affects um, women, because what they're told is it's going to regulate your cycle. And 
I want I want you to just think this think think this through for a second. How can you take a healthy fertile woman and render her infertile by regulating anything? <laughs> you, you, you see, the, the pill may tone down symptoms, but it works by suppressing, and it suppresses, it stops ovulation. In order to stop ovulation, you have to affect the glands that control ovulation, which is the hypothalamus and pituitary glands, which then can become dysregulated over time. And even when the woman stops the pill, she may not she may not kick back into uh, proper uh, control of an integration of all those glands. Um, so we need to work with what's called the HP axis. That's part of the foundation of restorative endocrinology is knowing how to naturally support the hypothalamus and pituitary, which are what signal the ovaries to make and the, the, the adrenals um, to make their hormones and how much and when and, and for cycling women in, in which cyclical pattern. So it's not just working with the ovaries. It's working with what is signaling the ovaries to do what they do. And that's how we can find out with multiple sample uh, testing, saliva testing. They, the kid is given to them with the instructions, and they do it at home, freeze the samples, send them in. And then we have a map to the territory, and we can see what version of estrogen dominance they have. And most of the time, we can correct PMS without using hormones within three cycles. Mm-hmm. And if they're also willing See, I call this a participation sport (laughs) Um, because you have to be willing to learn some of the basics about your body. You you can't stress yourself to the max, eat all the junk you want, believe all the false things like your body is supposed to fall apart or have symptoms. No, it's not. Uh, if If you're believing junk, if you're eating junk, if you're stressed to the max and you expect to take a protocol and that's going to, alleviate the consequences of all that well well no it's not you have to also engage this is the holistic approach um handling stress better um doing different things that um like i said the body's always doing the best it can given the situation so the foundation of is to change the situation is to and these changes don't have to be difficult or deprivational or taste bad or, you know, be hard to do. And I think a mistake that uh, we make is uh, is making being healthy sound like it's hard and it's deprivational, when actually it should not be hard and it should taste good and right. it should feel good. And if it isn't, then... I don't think it's being doing being done correctly. Here, here. So, so the first thing is is it should feel good to get to, to get you feeling better. <laughs> exactly. And it shouldn't be hard and deprivational, and it doesn't need to be to be effective. Um, but uh, often, oftentimes, if a person just has PMS, sometimes we don't even need to do the testing. We can simply apply the protocol that I have um, for PMS. And within, and I say cycles because there's many hormones to um, reorchestrate, and it will uh, often clear up um, if it's just a few days of PMS. That is so easy to fix. 
Yeah, yeah. So easy to correct. Well, so talk to me about hot flashes now, kind of, you know, moving along in female, you know, female maturity wise, because I don't, I, I don't want to shortchange that topic because there's so many women listening right now who have issues with hot flashes. Well, hot uh, flashes other, have two major causes. And other menopausal symptoms, but yeah. Yeah, and some women have hot flashes at much younger ages these days, too. Uh, that's becoming more common. But hot flashes uh, happen for two basic reasons. The most common reasons are um, adrenal weakness in the adrenal glands. Now, people often don't think that adrenals are related to hot flashes, but as a woman goes through perimenopause into menopause, because, again, we have two glands, adrenals and gonads, that are one family of hormones, the adrenals have to step up their production of certain hormones as a woman goes into menopause. But so many women, as they go into menopause, have very stressed adrenals by the time they get to midlife. And so the backup system, the adrenals, so to speak, can't do their job of stepping up to the plate and making up for as the ovaries tone down their production. Now, the ovaries don't just dry up and stop production. They're still contributing, but at a level that now doesn't cause the buildup of a uterine lining and the cycling process to occur. So there's still healthy levels of, of hormones for menopausal women. And again, Diagnostics is one of the only labs that has identified these healthy levels. A lot of labs work with what I would call very unhealthy levels that don't get you where you want to go. Um, so, and and that's another reason men can get hot flashes is is adrenals. Mm. Now, there's other reasons for hot flashes like hepatitis, you know. But most of the time, for yeah. men as well as women, mm. it's yeah. the adrenal weakness, and 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 then for women, what that allows is is fluctuations of, of the hormones, estrogen and progesterone, that any abrupt fluctuation in hormones can cause symptoms. Yep. And so as a woman goes into perimenopause and menopause, initially she's ovulating sometimes, not ovulating other times. She's getting a lot of fluctuations in her female hormones. Now that would be, the adrenals should be like a safety net that stops those abrupt and up and down changes from causing symptoms. But because the adrenals are usually so compromised and never, and, and so many people don't know how to evaluate them in a meaningful way other than just looking for disease, um, they don't know how to restore adrenal function. So um, it's a combination of uh, sometimes the hot flashes are simple. We just give them... Uh, uh, something like um, wild yam complex, which has some black cohosh in it, and adrenal support. And sometimes they can be much more challenging because other glands can be involved, like the thyroid gland, uh, of course, plays a role in temperature control. Um, but the hypothalamus is the, the temperature regulator in the body, and we have natural means of supporting the hypothalamus. So there, sometimes they can be very simple to clear up and the more difficult ones we can address because there are actual several means that the body uses to control temperature, the adrenals included, um, the steroid hormones included. So you just kind of work your way from the simplest answer that works for most women and if 
and not only that, but not to just get rid of the symptom, but to get rid of the cause of the symptom is the weak adrenal glands. Right, right. Because so that's you can get one. through menopause and the, and you can you can um, get the hot flashes under control, but again, there are so many other symptoms that are unrecognized as menopausal symptoms. And Such I as? would say that's the permanent PMS feeling. Oh, it's, right. It's the low mood. It's the pre, it's it's seeming like you're aging. It's the weight problems. It's the hair loss. It's the the weight gain. It's the you know the things that people aren't thinking are related. These are female hormone problems, and menopausal women have should have healthy steroid. I don't care if they're fifty, sixty, seventy, eighty, ninety, a hundred, or a hundred and ten. I evaluate their steroid hormone family. And that is often the root of the problem because these are multitasking hormones, right. and they feed back into um, it, it's they they relate to how the. Let me put it another way. Let me back up. These are not just female or male hormones. They work throughout the body, yeah. especially in the central nervous system, and so a lot of mood problems and energy problems and other um, issues. That, that come along, such as memory loss, concentration loss, are steroid hormone imbalances that are fixable, yeah. including the dementias that could be worked with, with proper steroid hormone balance or yeah. prevented uh, if it's worked with early enough. Yeah, and I'm so glad you made that point, and uh, I would also make the point that this is no time to get on statin drugs, folks. <laughs> you need cholesterol, too. Well, these uh, are all made from cholesterol. All these hormones are made from cholesterol. Absolutely. Um, we have to go to our last break, but uh, we'll be back again in just a minute. We're talking with Janet Lang. We're talking about the wild and wacky world of female hormone land. You're, this is Nora Gadgaudis, and you're listening to Primal Body, Primal Mind Radio. We'll be back in just a minute. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. NBC Science Consultant Dr. Mark Steinberg says every so often you encounter a gem among the dross competing for your attention. Such is the case with Primal Body, Primal Mind, written by Nora Gedgaudis. Primal Body, Primal Mind is a non-fictional excursion into the realm of biology, politics, and self-care that you will never get from formal academic education. It's a nutritional treasure map leading to optimal wellness the way nature intended, a jewel. Tom Hartman, acclaimed author, scholar, and national radio host, says, If you want to really know how your body and brain work, read this book. Go beyond the low-carb and paleo diet to discover the ultimate key to health, a better brain, weight loss, better mood, and a longer life. Primal Body, Primal Mind will show you how you can save more money eating incredibly well than you ever believed possible. You can order the life-changing book, Primal Body, Primal Mind, today. And sign up for Nora Gedgaudis' weekly blog update at www.primalbody-primalmind.com. 
Income Property Investment Talk with Peter Mosca and Dean Isa provides homeowners and investors eager to invest well in real estate the knowledge, resources, and tools necessary to generate significant wealth. Our focus will be the paradigm. Live where you want. Invest where it makes the most sense. Listen live to the brightest minds in real estate investment every Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. That's Income Property Investment Talk with Peter Mosca and Dean Isa, where America learns to invest. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You're tuned in to Primal Body, Primal Mind Radio with host Nora Gedgaudis. Got a question for Nora about today's show? The phone lines are open now at 1-866-472-5792. Toll free, 1-866-472-5792. Now back to our show. Here's Nora. Welcome back to the show, everybody. We're here with Dr. Janet Lang, and we're talking about the wild and wacky world of female hormone land. And uh, we've been discussing, well, we discussed PMS for a little bit, and we discussed... Uh, just sort of touched upon a discussion about uh, menopause. Um, and, uh, you know, I also have uh, a few friends that are kind of in that perimenopausal stage, you know. They're they're thinking, oh, my God, you know, my, you know, things are kind of starting to change a little bit. My periods are getting a little wonky. And they're scared to death about what's around the corner. And uh, one question one friend asked was, you know, asked Anna that, you know, what what should... I be focused on, and how can I best prepare for that particular change of life? Well, as I mentioned, the adrenal glands are now the backup glands to make up for as the ovaries tone down. So it's, again, knowing how to evaluate adrenals for healthy rather than disease states and knowing how to support the adrenals, um, and, and it's, you know, it's really to prepare a woman to go to into perimenopause or if she's in perimenopause, we don't want to get her cycling again. What we want to do is support her, um, and, and that starts with adrenal strength, but it's really, you know, whole body strength. Yeah. And um, sometimes she needs a little bit of hormone assistance to help her make, through, make it through, depending on, you know, what we find with the testing. And, um, you know, before I say, before we go into whatever other question, I want to, I know this can be frustrating for people because it's like, okay, now now what do we do? Mm-hmm. Again, you can go to my website, restorativeendocrinology.com. You can, there are public lecture CDs that um, have notes on them, so it, um, you can listen to me um, talk about it, and then there are notes that you can get even more detailed information on all yeah, of I highly topics. recommend these. They're absolutely wonderful. Um, you can also find through my website, um, uh, there are restorative endocrinology specialists around the country that we can put you in touch with. And even if there's not one really near you, oftentimes these things can be handled. Um, the test can be ordered uh, via long distance uh, over the phone. Uh, I don't take patients myself anymore, but I have many trained specialists, and we can, you know, accommodate people by working with them or getting to them someone who's been trained, getting them to uh, somebody who's near them who who know how to do these things. 
but um, just basic education that's not see it doesn't have to be difficult to understand how your body works after all you live in it you should know some of the basics and it shouldn't be difficult to understand so my my emphasis in teaching is to make accessible how to understand the basics of, of what's going on in this case with your endocrine system and when it makes sense to you and you see it boils down to oh that's so simple if you just understand that and then here apply the solution and know that it's a participation sport um, and, and that we can give you foundational things that are important to do along with whatever protocol. Our protocols are designed to use to correct things not to stay on your whole life and so you know it's that's why we call it restorative. You, you, your body is designed to self-heal and self-regenerate for as long as we live. As long as we're alive, that is the program. Now, that program isn't running well for a lot of people because they don't understand how some of the basics of how their body works. And you don't have to spout medical terminology or really learn detailed um, medical concepts uh, to understand the basics of what you need to know, and that's the focus of how I teach uh, and what you'll get on, you know, the CDs, and so that you can understand and say, "Is this for me?" And then you can, we can find someone to to work with you. So there is help, and there is more understanding than we can get to in this hour. And I want to reassure people that they can get more questions answered and more assistance. Yeah, and and what I was telling you know you before on break too, uh, and what I want everybody else to hear is that well, what I love about Janet's approach and the people that she trains to help others with this approach is is that it is educationally oriented. Every step of the way, you understand not just what you should be taking, but why you should be doing what you're doing, so that you you get a you get an education about your your own body and how it works. So that you, you know, you're not just sort of prescribed a whole bunch of supplements to take, or you know, just sort of told what to do. But you're also, um, you know, you're also led to understand why it is you need to do what you're doing, which of course makes it much, much easier uh, to follow through with. It makes it much less confusing. Our our goal as restorative endocrinology specialists is to empower people so eventually they don't need us. Right. Or if they do need us, they can tell us, you know, when they need some help. But uh, understanding the basics of how your system works empowers you to make more intelligent healthcare situations and to stop being afraid of your body and to stop this thinking that, you know, falling apart as you age is normal. It's not. We change as we age, but falling apart is and, and becoming diseased and, and it, dysfunctional and losing concentration and memory, none of that is necessary. Right, it's none of it's our, normal. <laughs> it's none of it. It's usual, but it's not normal. Right. And so people are usually surprised to find that out, but that is the, the basic program of the body is to constantly self-heal and self-regenerate. And, in fact, the steroid hormones are part of what signal are a huge part of what signal the regenerative and repair processes at the cellular level, which is why it's so powerful to work with balancing them. Yes. That is an in- incredible note to uh, to close all of this out on. 
Um, I, in you know, Janet, as always, you are an oasis in the otherwise vast desert of information or misinformation about female hormones and hormones in general for that matter. Um, I'm so grateful to you for taking the time to talk about all this today. And uh, now, um, uh, again, could you possibly give everybody one more time your website? Maybe we should spell it out so that uh, it's kind of a mouthful. Yes, it's kind of a mouthful. It's called Restorative Endocrinology. Um, restorative is just R-E-S-T-O-R-A-T-I-V-E, Restorative Endocrinology, E-N-D-O-C-R-I-N-O-L-O-G-Y dot com. Perfect. Well, I've said it before and I'll say it again, Janet. You rock. <laughs> Thank you again. You can also just type my name in and you'll come up with restorative endocrinology. It'll that's tell, true. It'll, yeah. it'll tell you how to get to my site. I always Google Janet Lang, and that's that's much easier to spell, too. It is. Yeah. L-A-N-G, no yeah. E. So for the rest of you out there, please tune in to Primal Body, Primal Mind Radio next week when we welcome back John Anderson of the Minnesota Neurotherapy Institute, who's going to be talking with us about the, psych- the psychology of food addictions and how neurofeedback and other changes that you can make can really make a difference. So until then, remember, if it wouldn't look like food to someone wandering around 40,000 years ago with a loincloth and a spear, it's not food for you now either. I'm Nora Gadgaudis. You've been listening to Primal Body, Primal Mind Radio, and I look forward to talking to you all again next week. Thanks for listening. I would like to thank my sponsors, the EEG Institute, offering the most trusted and respected source of information and training for neurofeedback, truly world leaders in the field. You can reach the EEG Institute at www.eeginfo.com or at 818-456-5965. I would also like to thank the Nutritional Therapy Association, the NTA, for their generous sponsorship The NTA is the best, most trustworthy and reliable source of foundational nutritional education and nutritional therapist training here in the U.S. and possibly the known universe. I just can't say enough good things about this organization. You can find the Nutritional Therapy Association at www.nutritionaltherapy.com or you can call 1-800-918-9798. That's 1-800-918-9798. Tell Marcy Nora sent you. Thanks, too, to Biotics Northwest, the source for exceptional healthcare practitioner quality supplements for every health professional. You can reach them at www.bioticsnorthwest.com or at 1-800-636-6913. Also, be sure to visit my website at wwwprimalbody primalmind.com, where you can also get my book, Primal Body, Primal Mind, Empower Your Health, Your Total Health, The Way Evolution Intended and Didn't. Thanks again for listening to Primal Body, Primal Mind Radio, hosted by Nora Gedgaudis. Come back for another great program next Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. And have a great week.